0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome to Animaltopia on PetLife Radio. I'm your host, Robert Simro, and it's my privilege to share Animaltopia with all of you. On today's show, we buy a zoo. Splash with dogs and share several wonderful animal topian stories. We'll be right back with buying the zoo after these messages from our sponsors.
0: Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Buster Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash Petco and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. PetLifeRadio.com slash Petco dyson the new dyson animal backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust dirt and pet hair from the home or car to order your dyson animal back go to petliferadio.com forward slash dyson petliferadio.com forward slash dyson to order your dyson animal back today dyson music to your ears Hi, this is Ken Jones from the new Prince
1: of Ponds podcast. You are listening to Pet Life Radio. I invite you to come get your feet wet at Prince of Ponds. My show is all about ponds, fountains, waterfalls, and all the critters that live in a water garden. Join me here on Pet Life Radio where I answer your
0: questions. Go ahead, splash me. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. By now you've seen the advertisements for the latest in a series of wonderful animal-inspired movies. 2011 may go down as the year of the feature animal movie. This year we saw successful features including African Cats, Water for Elephants, Dolphin Tail, War Horse, and one that I'm really looking forward to seeing, We Bought a Zoo. As someone who has read the book, I'm really anxious to see the movie and how they capture this wonderful story in live action and, of course, adapt it to Hollywood. For those of you unfamiliar with the book and thinking about seeing the movie, let me share some information about the story with you. Now, I promise this will not deter you from wanting to see the movie. In fact, I want to share with you the real story, not just the Hollywood story. To begin with, the story is based on Ben Mee's book, We Bought a Zoo, the amazing true story of a young family, a broken down zoo, and the 200 wild animals that changed their lives forever. The actual zoo is the Dartmoor Zoological Park in Southwest England. It is a 30-acre zoological park that has been opened since 1948 by Ellis Dahl on farmland that the Dahl family owned. The zoo ran into a number of problems and issues over the years, and eventually went up for sale. The Mees, who had just lost the patriarch of their family, decided that they were going to change their lives. Their mother, Amelia Mee, who was mourning the loss of her husband, decided to sell her home and saw that this zoo had become available. While her children, including Ben and his brother Duncan, as well as Ben's family, were open to the idea, they did have their reservations but were open-minded to the experience. So they went off to a showing of the property and were hoping they could purchase it as they fell in love with the zoo and the area immediately. However, there were too many obstacles to overcome and they thought they had lost their chance. Well, some time went by when Ben discovered that the property, the zoo, and all of the animals were up for sale again, and this time it was a much more desperate situation. If the property was not sold, the animals would be moved to other willing sanctuaries, or they would have to be destroyed. Ben and his family could just not let this happen. So they immediately sought to purchase the place and overcome the previous hurdles that prevented it. Well, as fortune and fate would have it, they succeeded despite numerous setbacks. They were able to purchase the property, the zoo, and all of their animals. Well, that, as time would teach them, would be the least of their challenges in this new dream that they were all sharing and living. But on October 20th, 2006, the 76-year-old mother, Amelia, her son, Duncan, and her son, Ben, me, and his wife, Catherine, and their young children, Milo and Ella, finally moved in to the property. The house that they were to live in on the property was once a grand 12-bedroom mansion, However, by the time they moved in, the peeling wallpaper and the spotting plumbing showed them that their new home needed urgent attention. Still, they had very unique neighbors in the parkland, including five Siberian tigers, three African lions, nine wolves, three big brown European bears, two pomas, a lynx, four Asian short-clawed otters, two flamingos, many owls, and a total of nearly 200 animal friends to excite them and inspire them. As Ben describes the feeling that he felt, he gleefully says, it was hard not to feel excited. Well, that's easy to see. And it was important because that excitement helped carry them through the daunting tasks and challenges that they would be faced with. They had to work through a multitude of challenges as they attempted to repair and rebuild the zoo to meet the laws and regulations that required if they were ever to turn the zoo back to what it once was, and open it to the public again. Still, they persevered and met those challenges. They met them head-on with the effort and faith that they held inside that their zoo could be what they dreamed it could be. They were able to accomplish their goal of licensing the zoo and opening up to the public. And today, the Dartmoor Zoological Gardens is a special place with plenty of special animals and people. These days, you can find the following animals at the Dartmoor Zoo, including tigers lions jaguars lynx cheetahs bears wolves tapir capybara raccoons meerkats monkeys deers owls and a whole collection of bugs reptiles and many more animals so now you know a little bit more of the real story behind the hollywood movie featuring matt damon scarlett johansson thomas hayden church and other excellent actors well next up we're gonna splash with some very athletic and very fun dogs of all sizes. Do you know what a splash dog is? No, it's not a dog who loves to splash in puddles or takes lots of bubble baths. Splash dogs are dog athletes who fly through the air trying to catch up to a favorite toy that has been thrown 20 to 30 feet into a specially designed pool that is connected to another specially designed platform. In simpler terms, it's dock jumping and big ear by dogs of all sizes and breeds. Dock jumping for dogs is fast becoming one of America's most popular outdoor events. Pets compete for distance diving from a dock into a 40-foot pool of water. Proud pet owners travel to these events from all over the region to compete. It's really an incredible sport for dogs that everyone loves, dogs, their owners, and plenty of spectators. We spent some time with the Splash Dogs this year and they are something to watch. Splash Dogs are not a specific breed as we discovered. In fact, you'll find dogs of all sizes and all breeds all competing within the same divisions. These divisions are established by ability, again not by size or breed. Needless to say, these dogs must also love water and search for a bit of adrenaline. Splash Dogs was founded by Tony Reed after he discovered that his beloved black Labrador Sierra took to the water like a flying fish. Sierra is not only Tony's best friend, but also a big hit on the splash dog circuit. So on any given weekend, throughout the year, you can find the competitors along with their human handlers getting ready for those jumps of glory. Some of the dogs jump 24 feet on a regular basis. The record jump is over 27 feet. Now that is certainly a jump of glory. It's really a fun sport to watch, and you can tell that the dogs are having a blast. In fact, it's not uncommon that a dog will make his leap from the dock into the water, retrieve his reward, and then take a victory lap or two around the pool. It's also a wonderful interaction for the dogs and their owners. The dogs and their owner develop a very strong bond, as well as communication, trust, and a lot of enjoyment out of participating in this fun sport. It all begins though with trust and communication. The owners will give the dogs their commands and attempt to get the dog really excited about making the run down the specially designed dock. That specially designed dock is built upon the top of a truck trailer. Now the dogs are anxious yet focused at the same time. Now that can be a challenge as the dog is eager to get to the rewards. The owners often have to reset their dogs where they want them to start, then get them revved up, and finally give the command that says, go get that. The dogs burst into action, blazing down the dock and flying off it in an attempt to catch or retrieve their reward or toy. Some might call this extreme water fetching, and if you haven't seen a splash dog fly, you haven't seen anything yet ears flopping, tails wagging, legs pumping, tongues waving, and the biggest smiles you will ever see as they launch themselves into the air. Then they splash down into the pool of water, dog paddle over to their reward, grab it, and then dog paddle back to the exit ramp to exit the pool where their owner is joyfully waiting. Then one of the best moments in my opinion happens. The dog owner goes to give the dog a congratulatory hug, and the dog celebrates by shaking the water off himself and all over to the people standing there, including his owner. Well, after that, both owner and dog wait to hear the official numbers on the dog's jump. A special system was designed by Tony and partners to have cameras in different angles right above the water that measure the length of the jump of the dog. So they measure from the dock to where the dog touches water. And they do that with precise measurements because of these specially designed cameras and computer systems. It's really remarkable to watch them dial in and see exactly where that dog hit the water. If you haven't had a chance to see splash dogs, I'd strongly urge you, take your family out to one of the nearest events, whether it's the official splash dogs or dock jumping in one of the other areas across the country. It's truly an enjoyable experience and these dogs will certainly put a smile on your face while putting a smile on theirs. Tony, I wanna say thank you to you and all of your splash dog participants for truly creating and pushing a sport to its limits for all of us to enjoy. Coming up after this short break, we'll be taking a look at several wonderful animaltopian stories. So stay tuned, we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors.
0: Sit, stay, we'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
1: Every pet is unique.
0: Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order. And free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Love My Pets. The new single by Mark Winter. Available in iTunes. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know,
1: I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. and You know, as a human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they
0: are seniors. So, in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another dish. Of sassy seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand. Only on petliferadio.com. Let's talk pets.
1: Let's talk pets on
0: Pet Life Radio. Pet PetLiferadio.com. Pet <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Animaltopia on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host Robert Semro and I'm happy to share Animaltopia with all of you. Up next, we've got some great stories from Animaltopia sent to us by listeners. And you too can share your Animaltopian stories with us via email or by phone. Our email is Robert at PetLifeRadio.com. Even better, you can tell us your funny, your heartwarming, your quirky, and your amazing stories on our toll-free listener hotline number at 855-264-6258. That's 855-264-6258. Or you can always do what I do, and that's just dial 855-ANIMALTOPIANS. Share your stories, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode of Animaltopia. What are you waiting for? Drop us a line right now. Well, our first story is every pet owner's nightmare turned into a miracle. There's a family in Washington with a wonderful dog named Scamp. Scamp had escaped the yard of Rita McKinley, and unfortunately, Scamp was hit by a car. The terrier Shih tzu mix was found bleeding, and its eyes were glazed over. Also, Scamp wasn't breathing. Rita's husband wrapped Scamp up in a blanket and placed him under a wheelbarrow so they could bury Scamp in the morning. Rita broke the sad news to her grandchildren that, unfortunately, Scamp had gone to heaven. However, when Rita's husband returned, there was Scamp sitting up and full of life. The McKinleys immediately got Scamp to the vet, and Scamp is well on his way to more thrilling adventures and Rita says that Scamp's return is the family's best Christmas present ever. Well, if that story warms your heart, this next one is sure to blow you away. In Halton, Texas, tragedy struck when an explosion and a fire destroyed a home. The family was able to escape unharmed, but their beloved dog, Diva, was nowhere to be found. They prepared for the worse, as it was a miracle that anyone had survived the blast and fire. The next day, when the Diazes returned to the home to try and salvage some belongings, that's when the story took a turn for the better. As they walked into the home, they heard some whimpering. They searched and searched, and as the search intensified, they found Diva in the kitchen. She was between the pantry and the freezer, underneath some hampers of clothes behind the freezer. They scooped her up, gave her some quick love, and immediately took Diva to the nearby vet. Diva, I'm happy to say, is also happily on her way to many more adventures. Incredible stories. And our next Animaltopian story forwarded to us by listeners is a journey of faith and also shows the importance of having our pets microchipped. Kristen Pruitt and her family have a farm in Spotsylvania, Virginia. They also had a dog named Petunia who loved to explore and roam the family farm. In November of 2003... Yes, I did say 2003, eight years ago. Petunia went out for a morning walk of the farm. Unfortunately, she did not return. The family did a lengthy search and tried numerous ways to find their beloved Petunia. Unfortunately, the three-year-old dog was nowhere to be found. Fast forward eight years later, and the Pruitt family recently received a call from the vet clinic letting her know that Petunia had been found almost 3,000 miles away at an animal shelter near Sacramento, California. Years ago, the Pruitts had the foresight to have Petunia microchipped, and that microchip allowed Petunia's saviors to locate the clinic that had microchipped Petunia and that clinic was able to notify the Pruitts the incredible news that Petunia had been found after all this time. They were shocked and overjoyed at this incredible present. Eight years is a long time to be missing, but they are now reunited, and everyone, especially Petunia, is very happy to be a family again. Our next story takes us back to our last episode. In our last episode, we told you about the freedom flights and efforts of Orange Dog, Inc., A few listeners sent me this last story about some wonderful people doing what they can to help pets and people connect and unite. You know, there have been a number of recent stories about the recent efforts of truckers, pilots, animal rescue groups, and volunteers who provide layover homes to all kinds of creatures as they journey to new and happier lives. They pay these expenses on their own and give of their time and expertise freely as well. One such group is the Operation Roger program, which was founded by a retired truck driver named Sue Weiss. In September of 2005, Weiss founded Operation Roger, an organization made up of regional and long-haul truckers who transport pets in the cabs of their trucks as they deliver freight all across the country. She had gotten the effort started after Hurricane Katrina had left an estimated quarter of a million pets stranded and struggling to survive and find new homes. Since 2005, Operation Roger has given transportation to nearly 600 animals. The organization has detailed requirements and checks in place to make sure its drivers aren't transporting animals to or from for-profit breeders, puppy mills, or show circuits. Instead, the emphasis is on rescued animals who need permanent homes and pets who have an opportunity to be reunited with their owners. For instance, if a lost pet turns up hundreds of miles away and is identified with a microchip, again the importance of microchipping your pets, that pet can get that much-needed transportation to that final home in the cab of a truck. Thank you to all Operation Roger participants. Your work is truly important and appreciated, and we look forward to more wonderful stories and transportation to those final homes for those pets in need. And as I close out the last episode of this year, I thought I would end with the most memorable and maybe emotional photo of an animal that I saw this year. For me, it was the photo of Hawkeye, the Labrador retriever, laying patiently and lovingly at the coffin of his beloved owner and best friend, Navy SEAL John Tummelson. Tummelson lay in a coffin, draped in an American flag, in front of a tearful audience who were mourning his death in Afghanistan. Hawkeye had walked up to the casket with Tomlinson's very good friend and Hawkeye's new caretaker, Scott Nichols, at the beginning of the service and then dropped down with a heaving sigh as about 1,500 mourners witnessed a dog accompanying his master until the end. That devotion and that image was captured by Tomlinson's cousin and posted on her Facebook page for family members who couldn't make it to the service. And on that day, We all became extended family members, and we were once again reminded the importance of our families, two- and four-legged, and that each moment we share with them should be cherished and captured in our minds and hearts as they are so precious and so fleeting. Thank you to all who serve in all capacities whether it be military, law enforcement, rescue personnel, therapy personnel, and all of the important working areas that utilize and cherish animals of all types. I look forward to next year, and I'm excited to share that we have some new segments and ideas that we'll be bringing to you in the new year. As always, we would love to hear from you. You can share your animal topian stories or idea with us via email or by phone. And once again, our email is robert at petliferadio.com. Even better, you can tell us your funny, your heartwarming, your quirky, and your amazing stories on our toll-free listener hotline at 855-264-6258 or just dial 855-ANIMALTOPIANS. As I close out this last episode of the year, my hope for all of us is that next year is our best year ever and that we find even more wonderful things to celebrate in our lives as well as in Animaltopia. For Animaltopia, Pet Life Radio, and everyone who makes this show possible, I say thank you, and I look forward to sharing more of Animaltopia with all of you soon.
0: Let's talk pets, every week on demand, only on petliferadio.com.